Cherry's ex-boyfriend, Drake, is a powerful magician. He doesn't want to let her go, so he kidnaps Cherry and locks her on top of a high tower. With only one window and no doors at all. Also, Drake sets a magic fire around the tower for extra protection and leaves. Cherry realizes that she has little time to escape. She looks around and sees three magic potions. The bottles are labeled. One would give her incredible physical strength. The other one would turn Cherry into a vampire. And the third one would let her summon any animal. Which potion should she use? Even if Cherry destroys the tower, she can do nothing with the magic fire. And no animal can help her escape. But if she becomes a vampire, she'll be able to turn into a bat and fly away. Cherry escapes and finds herself in an enchanted forest. Can you find four magical creatures here? Take a look at this cave. There's a troll hiding inside. Also, there are two pixies sitting on the flowers. And this tree is a wood goblin. Cherry goes ahead and finds a road sign. There are three routes leading to the nearest village. An immortal fire-breathing dragon is guarding the first path. The second route lies through the lands of a witch. She hates men and turns every guy who dares to enter her land into a stone statue. And the third path is a habitat for leopards. Can you help Cherry choose the best route? The second option sounds good. Cherry is a woman, so the witch has no reason to turn her into a statue. Because she only hates men. Cherry asks the witch to help her find the village. The witch offers a deal. If you crack my pattern riddle, I'll tell you. But if not, you'll be my servant forever. Cherry had nothing to do but agree. You can have pepper, but not salt. You can have beef, but not chicken. Carrots, broccoli, and cabbage. But no potato in any form. Oh, and you have to eat with a spoon. Can you help Cherry crack the pattern? She's only allowed items containing two of the same letters in a row. The witch helps Cherry find a road. Three drivers stop and offer a ride to the village. Can you help Cherry choose the safest option? There's a zombie hiding in the back of the first car. And there are no passenger seats in the third car. Although the second car's windshield is cracked, it's still the best choice. Finally, Cherry finds the village. This place is magical. Many amazing creatures live here. Suddenly, a half-hippo approaches Cherry and yells, Please help me. One of these guys had stolen my clothes. Can you guess who? Take a look at the dog's badge. It says Hippo. 
So it was the dog who stole his shirt. Cherry meets the local farmer, Timothy. He used to keep chickens in another country. Things were going well and he made good money. But then he bought a big farm in this village and moved there. Soon, Timothy got to know that floods are very frequent in this area. But he didn't get upset and decided to breed ducks instead of chickens. Why? Ducks can swim, so floods aren't so dangerous for them. Timothy invites Cherry over for dinner at home. But unfortunately, Cherry's ex-boyfriend Drake had already found them. He captures Timothy and Cherry at the farmer's house. Suddenly, the phone rings. Drake allows Timothy to take the phone, but he can't reveal the situation. Otherwise, Drake will use his magic wand to turn them into snakes. So Timothy replies, Hey mom, how can I help you? I'm home and about to go to bed. If it's not an emergency, can I call you later? I'm really sleepy. 30 minutes later, the police arrive, confiscate the magic wand, and rescue the guys. How did Timothy ask for help? He held the mute button saying everything except the words, help, home, emergency, and call. The detective gives Drake a chance to get freedom. He can pass through one of these three doors. Jungles full of dangerous animals are hiding behind the first door. Behind the second door, there's a tank with ice water that is impossible to stand in for even a minute. And there's a giant fire-breathing dino behind the third door. Which door is more or less safe? Drake should pick the third door. Dinos don't breathe fire, and they went extinct millions of years ago. Drake returns to his castle and discovers that someone had broken all the bottles with his precious potions in his lap. Drake gets furious and interrogates his three goblin servants. Willie says, I was cleaning the castle all day long. I didn't even enter your lab today. Tilly says, I was picking roses in the garden in the morning. Then I entered your lab to bring rose petals for your potions. Everything was fine. And Billy says, I was cooking dinner in the kitchen and then I went to the bathroom to take a quick shower. Who's lying? Tilly, he didn't pick the roses. They're still in the garden. Ryan was hanging out in a cafe with his best friend, David. They ordered some food and drinks, and after the meal, Ryan said, Let's play a game. If you crack my riddle, I'll pay. But if you fail, you'll pay. David agreed. Here's the task. He needs to remove a couple of toothpicks to make this equation correct. Can you help David out? Here's the solution. Ms. Green is a college teacher. One of her instructors, Rosie, has been cheating on tests multiple times. One day, Ms. Green lost her patience and told Rosie, 
If you tell me a lie, I will expel you from college. And if you tell me the truth, I'll still expel you. So what do you say? What can Rosie say to prevent her withdrawal? She should say, I am telling lies. This phrase will create a paradox, because it can't be a lie and truth at the same time. Jane was performing in a singing contest in a famous concert hall. Her singing was very good, and she made the judges cry. But suddenly, all the lights went down. Someone turned off the electricity in the entire building. The contest manager questioned three suspects. Jane's rival singer, Tilda, said, I was visiting a coffee shop on the seventh floor when suddenly it became very dark. I had to use a flashlight on my phone to get out. Sarah, the cleaning lady, said, I was washing the windows far away from the electrical panels. And Frank, the guard, said, I'm so sorry, I didn't look at the security cameras because I had a personal emergency call. Who's lying? Tilda. This concert hall doesn't have a seventh floor. Peter landed in a foreign country. He opened a taxi app on his phone to get to his hotel. Unfortunately, the app didn't work. So Peter just went outside, hoping to find a driver. At the parking lot, he noticed three free cars. All three drivers were eager to give Peter a ride. Which driver should he choose? Look at the first taxi. There's a puddle of oil under this car. Probably not the safest option. As for the third car, it only has three wheels. So Peter should pick the second driver. Alex is an adventurous traveler. One day, he was walking alone in the jungle and got caught in a trap. Now he's hanging on a tree tied upside down. The rope is anchored in the ground. There's a candle burning below the rope. Very soon, the rope will burn away. Also, there's a hungry tiger under the tree waiting for Alex to fall. Now, what would you suggest to help Alex survive in this difficult situation? Alex should sing the happy birthday song. The tiger will blow the candle out to celebrate, and Alex will get a chance to escape. Now, don't complain to me, I just read these off the script. Mia came home from work late at night as usual. She lives with three roommates. When Mia entered her bedroom, she noticed someone had stained her favorite carpet. Mia got furious and questioned her roommates. Jessica said, that's not my fault, I've spent all day chilling in my boyfriend's house. Helen replied, today I entered your room only once to bring clean laundry. The carpet was okay. And Fiona said, I haven't been to your room for ages. I studied in the library all day. Can you guess who stained the carpet? Fiona. Take a look at her hands. The color of her nail polish matches the stains on the carpet perfectly. Will has just moved to San Francisco. 
He needed an apartment to stay in for at least a year, so he searched online. He found three options and liked them all equally. Will went to check out all three offers one by one. After that, he found out that two of the three offers were scams. What about you? Can you see anything suspicious in these advertisements? Take a look at the sign on the second house. It says that this house will be demolished in two weeks. But Will was searching for long-term rent. The third apartment is on the eighth floor. But that's impossible, because this building only has seven floors. Therefore, Will should choose the first option. Someone locked Henry in a creepy basement. He looked around and noticed three ways out. But all of them were dangerous. The first passage is freezing. Anyone who enters it will turn into ice. The second is guarded by a huge cougar that hasn't eaten for three years. And there's a massive fire behind the third door. What passage should Henry choose? The second one. The animal hasn't eaten for three years, so it's not dangerous anymore. Emma found this strange. To confirm her suspicions, she decided to watch Eliza. But the very next day, the girl disappeared, along with some very important documents. Emma's boss asked her to help him return the documents. He didn't want to inform the police yet. Despite all, Emma was happy. She could fulfill her dream of becoming a detective. Eliza's computer was protected with a password. After an hour of failed attempts, Emma finally noticed a piece of paper on the floor under Eliza's desk. She picked it up. I'm made up of two words joined together. I'm a dish. My first half is a famous genre. My second part is a grain. What am I? The answer to this riddle might be the password, but what is it? Popcorn. Emma managed to start the computer, and soon enough, she found a map with some coordinates. Time for some action. The map led her to a modern building. It was a gym. She entered and asked the receptionist about Eliza, but the woman refused to tell her anything unless she brought a guest pass. Once inside, Emma decided to explore the place. At one point, she entered the showers for ladies. She immediately realized something was off. But what exactly? See that man reflected in the window? Who is he? And what is he doing here? Emma was about to run out of the showers when everything went black. When she woke up sometime later, she realized she was in a small room without windows. There was a door with a combination lock. In her hand, she was clutching a note. Spelled forward were those rodents that terrify you. But what you need is spelled backward. You can't touch it, but you can see it at night. What is the password? The rodents the note speaks about are rats. Then the word Emma needs is star. The girl managed to open the door. She rushed out of the room but stopped abruptly. She saw a large armchair. A man was sitting in it. It was the man from the showers at the gym. 
here you are, he exclaimed cheerfully. I admit that at first I wanted to bring your boss down, but I've changed my mind. I want to play now. If you crack all my riddles, I'll give you the documents and let you go. Emma had nothing to do but agree. The man said, See, I have a room filled with gold. Once, three thieves sneaked into that room, but only two of them walked out. After they left, the room was empty. So, where was the third thief? The third criminal was in a wheelchair. He didn't walk. He rolled out of the room. Good job, the man shouted and pressed some buttons on the armrest of his chair. Emma screamed as she felt herself falling through the floor. It was pitch dark in the basement. Suddenly, a torch on the wall lit up. Emma saw three doors. Behind the first door, there was a dense jungle full of dangerous creatures. Behind the second door, there was a gigantic fire-breathing dinosaur whose breath could burn through any kind of material. And behind the third door, there was a lake filled with ice water. The water was so cold, it needed just a few seconds to freeze literally anything. Which door should Emma choose? She should walk through the second door. Even if dinosaurs were still around, they wouldn't be able to breathe fire. It was the correct decision. The dino turned out to be a skillfully made statue. But there was just one door leading out of the room, and it was locked too. Ah! Emma was starting to get impatient. Luckily, there was another note with a hint. There were drawings on it. A banana, a sunflower, a rainbow, and an apple. Emma thought for a while, then pressed four numbers on the panel near the door. The code was correct, and the door opened. What numbers did the girl press? One, three, seven, one. Each digit corresponds to the number of colors of the objects in the picture. Emma saw a long corridor. She'd been walking for a while when she realized that the corridor was about to split into three passageways. They were signed West, East, South. She also saw this inscription on the wall. Which corridor should she choose? Emma tilted her head and looked at the inscription upside down. This way, it read, South. That's where she needed to go. Soon, the girl saw three doors on her way. On the floor, there were three keys that could open these three doors. What is the biggest number of attempts she will need to figure out the key for each door? Six, three attempts for the first key and all three doors. Two attempts for the second key and the remaining two doors. And one attempt for the third key and the last door. Before Detective Zelda left for the cafe, she decided to check the security camera footage recorded at night. The mayor took her to the surveillance room. There were three different monitors, each showing the room from different angles. Detective Zelda realized only one of them was still recording live. The other two were showing fake images. Which recording is real and why?
Do you remember what the room looked like when Detective Zelda was inspecting it? The clock certainly wasn't on this wall. It was on the opposite one, so the footage on the first monitor is fake. The footage on the second monitor isn't real also. If you look closer, you'll see a moth flying around the room, but it repeats the same movement over and over again. That's badly edited fake footage, so it makes the footage from the third monitor the real one. Oh, yes. Detective Zelda rewound the footage and found the moment when the riddling man had broken into the room. He was covering his face, so it was impossible to tell what he looked like. Still, Detective Zelda managed to notice something that could help her find the criminal. Can you tell what it is? If you look at the lower left corner, you'll see someone walk into the room and leave it quickly while the riddling man is stealing the crowns. Could that mean that the riddling man has a partner? To find that out, Detective Zelda questioned all the security guards who had been working the night shift. The first guard, George, said that he'd been keeping watch in front of the door. The only time he left his place was when he took a short bathroom break. The second guard, Joe, said he'd been standing in front of the door to the mayor's office all night, and the only person who took a break was George. Hmm. The third guard, Brian, said he'd been right there by the door as well. Detective Zelda knew only one of them was telling the truth, and the other two were lying. Who is the liar? Do you remember what the shoes of the man who entered the room looked like? White sneakers, and that's what Brian is wearing. So he's lying. And since Joe didn't mention that Brian had left his place, he's a liar too. George is the only one who's telling the truth. Ciao. Brian and Joe immediately started begging Zelda. We can't end up in jail. We promised we didn't steal anything. You have to believe us, Detective Zelda asked. Then why did you lie? They said that they had heard some noise coming from the room while George was away. They decided that Brian would check the room and Joe would keep watch. When Brian saw someone in the room, he got scared and ran out of there. He told Joe that he would rather lose his job than have something bad happen to him. As for Joe, he lied because Brian was his best friend and he didn't want him to get fired. And since they never saw anyone enter or exit the room, they thought they were imagining things. After all, they were very tired. What do you think Zelda can do to check if the guards are telling the truth? She can check the surveillance footage of the street outside the building to confirm that nobody entered or left. When Zelda couldn't see anyone even walk across the street, she came to the conclusion that Brian and Joe were telling the truth. Yeah. The detective decided to check the secret room once again to figure out how the riddling man had gotten inside. Sometime later, she managed to spot another hidden door. Can you see it too? The bookcase is actually a door. Oh my god. She examined the door to figure out how to open it. She noticed three buttons, but only one could open the door. If Zelda pressed the wrong button, 
the door would get locked for good, and she would not be able to figure out where it led. Which button should she press? Take a look at the books next to the buttons. One of the titles is meaningless, while the others make sense. That must be an anagram, a word or phrase formed by rearranging the letters of another. When you rearrange the letters in the title, you'll get the second button. Mm. Detective Zelda pressed it, and the bookcase door opened. The woman saw a narrow hallway with stairs leading down. She took a step, and the door closed behind her back. She tried to force it open, but it wouldn't move. The only thing she could do was go down the stairs. She ended up in an underground pit. Inside, there was nothing but a shovel and a sign that showed her that she was around the pit. In the hole to the left, there were venomous snakes. The pit on the right was filled with poisonous gas. And on the ground right above her head, there was an angry dog with sharp teeth. What should she do? She should dig upwards. She needs to listen to the sounds the dog makes and wait for the animal to fall asleep. Then she should walk quietly past it. That must be how the riddling man entered and left the room. Detective Zelda didn't want to waste any more time, so she headed to Cafe West. A guy sitting at the table in the corner caught her eye. He looked suspicious. When Detective Zelda started walking towards him, he quickly wrote something on the newspaper he'd been reading. Then, he ran away through the back door. Detective Zelda tried to catch him, but failed. She checked the paper and found another note. It said, You're not the mayor, but I'll give him one last chance. It looks like you work for him, so bring me $20 million in cash. We can meet at the building that has the most stories in two hours. What building does the riddling man mean? The library. Of course, Detective Zelda was not going to give him any money. She took an empty bag to trick him into believing she had the cash so that he wouldn't run away. May was having a walk in the forest and got lost. She was wandering around until she found the road leading to the house of a witch, her old friend. Esme approached the house, but the witch wasn't there. <laughs> Instead, there were four open portals. On the table, Esme found the witch's to-do list. Can you figure out which portal the witch entered? The first two tasks on the witch's to-do list are completed, so she's most likely left to catch some frogs. The number in brackets must mean the number of sides each portal has. 10 is a star, 3 is a triangle, 4 is a square, and a 0 is a circle. To catch some frogs, she must have used the portal that looks like a square. Cindy was a kind and beautiful girl in her junior year. Two best friends, Dylan and Kobe, wanted to ask her out to prom. So the guys decided to ask Cindy's best friend which of them likes Cindy more. The girl didn't want to share her best friend's secrets, but she gave them a hint. Cindy loves pizza, but she can't stand burgers. She likes to go to the pool, but never goes to the gym. Her favorite animal is the llama, but she's afraid of zebras. Which of the boys does Cindy like?
Cindy's friend wanted to give the guy a clue, so we have to look for some pattern. All the things Cindy likes have double letters in them. Dylan has the double L in his name, so he must be the one Cindy likes more. Kate woke up in a dungeon and couldn't remember what had happened to her. The place didn't look safe, so she decided to get out. The door was open and she left the room, walking down the hallway. Several minutes later, Kate stopped in front of two elevators and one door with an exit sign on it. Is it the way out? In any case, the door was locked and required a password. Can you guess what the password is? Pay attention to the numbers on the elevators. They say 13 and 11, so the password must be 1311. In a small quiet town, young men started to go missing. The police had been looking for them for many months and couldn't find any traces. But one day, they discovered an abandoned basement in an old swimming pool. Inside, there were three young men who claimed they had been held there for three months. One of them was the kidnapper. But who? Look, one guy doesn't have facial hair whatsoever, and another man has grown a beard since he hasn't shaved in three months. But this guy is freshly shaved, so he must be the kidnapper. Oliver is terrible at packing. Whenever he goes somewhere, he always takes stuff he'll never need, so he needs your help with some packing. Today, he's packing to go camping in the forest. Take a look at his bag and decide what he won't need on the trip. Look, there's an electric hairdryer. There's no electricity in the forest, so he can definitely leave it at home. Now look at what Oliver has packed for his vacation in Egypt, where he'll be staying in an all-inclusive hotel. Is there anything he won't need? Is that laundry detergent? Yeah, you don't wash your clothes yourself in an all-inclusive hotel. Now he's off to his girlfriend's place to spend the weekend with her. What does he have in his bag that he really won't need there? Is it a roll of toilet paper? I think it's very likely that his girlfriend has that. Oliver is going to visit his grandparents and stay with them for a week. They live on a farm where there are cows and horses. Oliver is going to chill and do some gardening. Now check his suitcase. What's there that he won't need? I don't think he'll need his tuxedo. He'll most likely be wearing some casual clothes all the time. Yasmin is wandering through a forest and sees a spooky house. As soon as she steps inside, the door behind her back slams shut. It's the house of an old magician who doesn't like visitors. But there's a chance for strangers to escape. There are three drinks. The red one will turn Yasmin into a mouse for an hour. The green one will allow her to fly for an hour. The blue one will make her breathe fire for an hour. Which drink should Yasmin choose if she wants to get out?
Yasmin should drink the red liquid. She'll turn into a mouse and will be able to escape through this little hole in the front door. Look at this man and three women attentively. Can you figure out which one of them is his real wife? It must be the girl on the left. Look, unlike the other two girls, she has nothing in her hands. At the same time, the man is holding a purse, which, if we're honest, doesn't match his style at all. Ben and his girlfriend, Amelie, went to explore a cave and got lost. After some time, they came across two people, a guy and a young woman. The man, bearded and rough-looking, had a shovel in his hands. I've been stuck here for a week. I know how to get to the surface, but I need your help. Come with me. The young woman exclaimed, Don't trust him. He's a criminal. Oh no. Follow me. I've been stuck here for way longer than him, but I think I know where the exit is. Who should Ben and Amelie believe? Ben and Amelie decided to follow the man. If the girl had been in the cave for so long, why did she look so tidy and have fresh flowers in her hair? Look at this image. Can you figure out who came from the past? It's this guy. Take a closer look at his chest. He's wearing a shirt frill. Those were popular in the 19th century. How about this picture? Who's from the past? I bet it's this young girl. Look at her weird hat. And now, will you be able to spot the time traveler? It's this lady. Have a look. She's wearing clogs. Nature photographer Lydia was out taking pictures of trees and flowers in the park. She stopped when she noticed some weird chemical smell in the air. She took photos of all three factories in the area. When Lydia looked at the images later, she immediately realized which factory emitted toxic gas. Can you figure it out too? It's not the first factory, it seems abandoned. The second one is surrounded by trees and flowers. It means the smoke coming out of its funnels is safe. It's the third factory that's the toxic one. The trees around it look dry and unhealthy, and the flowers have turned black. At the airport, a furious traveler claimed that the contents of his baggage had disappeared. When I got my suitcase, it was empty. I want compensation. After checking the passenger's info, an airport worker found out that he had indeed left London with a heavy suitcase. And now his bag was empty and a bit wet. But don't you think the whole situation is a bit suspicious? Hmm. Can you figure out what probably happened here? The passenger left London with a suitcase full of ice. During the flight, the ice melted and the water leaked out, and the man demanded compensation for his lost belongings. 
Lauren cooked 10 buckets of chicken wings for a family gathering, one for each guest. But later, it turned out that Jimmy hadn't gotten his portion. Someone had taken two buckets. Is it Uncle Patrick? He looks suspicious. Or maybe it's Lauren's son, Justin. He's wearing this creepy knowing smile. Or could Jimmy himself hide his chicken wings to get another portion? <laughs> what do you think? Where are the wings? Look at the dog! It wouldn't leave Uncle Patrick's side. It can smell the meat the man has hidden. Damien was at work when he found out he'd won the lottery jackpot. He told his accountant he wanted to give half of this money to his best friend, Logan. Yeah. But random people started showing up in the office calling themselves Logan to deceive the accountant and get the money. Ooh. Can you figure out who the real best friend is? It's the guy wearing a matching bracelet with Damien. Ooh. Emily was standing on one side of the river, and Anna was on the other. Anna shouted to Emily to come and meet her, and Emily did that. There was no bridge across the river, but she crossed it anyway without even getting wet. Hello. How did she do it? The river was frozen. Three people were stopped at the security check in an international airport. They were suspected of smuggling different stuff out of the country. The first man was heading to a beach resort. In his suitcase, there was a lot of stuff you could use at the seaside. An umbrella, a pair of sunglasses, sunscreen, and a beach towel. The second man had a cage with three colorful birds and a pet carrier with a family of hamsters. He had all the necessary papers. The third man was traveling for business. In his bag, he had a suit, some documents, a toothbrush, toothpaste, and a bottle of expensive shampoo. Who's the smuggler? It's the third guy. He's bald. Why would he need this shampoo? Five men were fishing in a boat not far from the shore. A big wave turned the boat over and all the men fell into the water. And still, not a single man got wet. How come? All the men were happily married. Miss Taylor is the owner of a boutique that produces and sells expensive ceramics. On a Friday, when the working week was almost finished, she went to put the day's earnings in the safe and was shocked to find out that the money was gone. Someone had stolen it. Miss Taylor suspected it was one of her workers. She asked each of them what they'd been doing that day. Sloan, the sales manager, said she'd been looking for new clients. Jake, the potter, said he always made one cup a day. And he showed all the cups he had finished that week. Lily, the designer, said she'd been working. But she also admitted she hadn't really been productive that day because of some family issues. Hmm. Who lied? Jake, there are five working days in a regular week. The man said he made one mug a day, but he only showed four mugs. It means he missed one day of work. Probably the day he needed to steal Miss Taylor's money. 
Two cars, blue and red, started traveling on the same highway at the same time. The blue car is going at a speed of 60 miles per hour, and the red car is going 40 miles per hour. However, after some time on the road, they come across each other at one point. How is this possible? Well, they're traveling in opposite directions, so eventually they would pass each other anyway. Carl was a rich man who had two grown-up sons, Ethan and Christian. They lived in a big mansion. One day, Carl noticed that his expensive ancient vase was missing. The only people who were at home the night before were his sons. He didn't want to involve the police, so he decided to interrogate the guys himself. Hmm. He saw Ethan driving through the gates. He was back from his daily visit to the gym. The young man said that the night before, he'd been practicing guitar and hadn't noticed anything strange. Then, Carl met Christian near the pool. The guy told his father, Now I understand. Yesterday, I saw Ethan putting a box in the backseat of his car. It must have been the vase. But Carl immediately realized it was Christian who had taken the vase. How did he know? Because Ethan drives a sports car, it only has two seats. He couldn't have put the box in the back seat. It means Christian is lying. Ooh. A math teacher told his students about Roman numerals. After that, he asked them to draw just one line and turn nine into six. His only condition was that the students couldn't take their pens off the paper until the line was finished. Mark was the first one to complete the task. How did he do it? He drew the letter S in front of I, X, and got six. There's a patch of magic grass in a field, and it doubles in size every day. If on day one, it's just a patch of grass, on day two, it's twice bigger, and so on. It'll take 10 days for the grass to cover the entire field. How long will it take the grass to cover half of the field? The patch of grass doubles in size every day, so on the ninth day, half of the field will be covered with it. In a kingdom far, far away, an old king lived. The king was worried he had no heirs to his throne. One day, he came up with an idea. He decided to give each child in his kingdom a seed. He promised to make the child who grew the most beautiful plant his heir. Three months later, thousands of children came to the palace. All of them had amazingly tall green plants in their hands, but one girl had a pot that was empty. However, she was the one the king chose to be the future queen. What made him do so? It turned out that the king had given the children fake seeds. The girl turned out to be the only honest kid. That's it for today. So hey, if you pacified your curiosity, then give the video a like and share it with your friends. Or if you want more, just click on these videos and stay on the bright side. That's it for today. So hey, if you pacified your curiosity, then give the video a like and share it with your friends. Or if you want more, just click on these videos and stay on the bright side.